0: Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good show for you today. We're going to talk more about the fallout from Monday's overnight date episode. It is what everybody is talking about. I've got a couple of your thoughts that I'm going to share with everybody. We're going to talk a little bit more about the Bachelorette charity season beginning filming shortly. Clayton speaks out. Over Monday night's episode in regards to the overnight dates because we all know he was the conductor of the overnight from hell train or rose ceremony from hell but it was on the overnight date episode I've got a little Katie Holmes I want to talk about because this has always fascinated me and then I'm gonna get to a little bit of Taylor Swift uh, to end things and we will get to that momentarily This podcast is brought to you by Trivia Star. Trivia Star has thousands of five-star reviews in the Apple Store and is the number one trivia game on the App Store. Download it today and challenge yourself. Download Trivia Star for free today and get ready to flex your brain muscles. Also, Microdose is available nationwide. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com. Use code Reality Steve and you're going to get 30% off your first order and free shipping. Remember, all links can be found in the show description wherever you listen to your podcasts. But again, it's microdose.com, promo code Reality Steve, 30% off your first order and you get free shipping. All right, let's first get started with this. Sorry there was no column yesterday. I just really got behind on things and I didn't record yesterday's two podcasts, the daily roundup and the sports daily until I didn't start till one in the morning. I got up, tweeted them out and I just was like, sorry, I, I, this can wait till tomorrow. Um, very few times I've ever done that since I've had realityseed.com in literally since 2003. I mean, I've had this website for 20 years, very few times has the recap of, of the episode airing not been up the very next morning. So apologize for that yesterday. It was just brutal. And, um, but today's column has my thoughts from Monday's episode. It has some reader emails in there. It also covers what happened this past weekend in Vegas and California and then it's a lot of your emails yesterday that I asked for on my podcast, which was give me your thoughts on this whole breakdown of what Zach did and how you feel. And if you are on Katie's, if you if as a woman in that particular situation, not real life dating, but if you were a woman in that situation, you're the third girl on the overnights, Zach comes to you and says what he did, you are Katie, would you respond like she did, which was, hey, I get the show, but I didn't need to know that. I'm cool with. I basically saying I'm cool with. I'm, I'm I'm understanding there is a possibility you're having sex with more than one person. I just don't need to hear about it. Were you that take, or were you? You know what? I if I'm her, I would have wanted to know beforehand. Um, so what I did was all your emails that came in. There's no reason for me to comment on them because all of you are pretty much in agreement with what I said in my podcast yesterday. So I'm just gonna let. The people who want to read other people's opinions about it, just read all your responses to how you thought Monday went and there was really no need for me to chime in. So you have a separate page of reader emails where I do respond to things and then a one or two pages of emails just by you guys with your thoughts on Monday. Um. I also want to talk... Okay, so let's let's first start off by talking about... Uh, so that's what's going to be in today's column on realitysteve.com since there was no column up yesterday. And Wednesday's is readers' emails. So combining the recap with the emails. The other thing I want to mention is I'm recording this a little bit earlier than normal so I can get, kind of get it out of the way and I don't wake up tomorrow and just be all haggard. So... There is a possibility that by the time you listen to this, something will have gotten out on the Internet that it was confirmed last night could have possibly been the start of charity season. It was either last night or it's going to be tonight because usually, like I said, once they release the cast, it's about three to four days later when they start filming the season. So very well possible it could have started last night. I don't know. I think um, one of the things that I did see online – was that Brandon Wallace, one of the guys that we confirmed for the show, he liked two of my tweets on Monday. So unless somebody is controlling his Twitter account, it's very possible that Brandon Wallace may have been eliminated from the show already. He might have been one of the people that they just said were deciding to go in a different direction. So keep that in mind. But we'll see. We won't know until things definitely get underway. And like I said, social media does never never tells 100% of the story 100% of the time. We just don't know. But it is something that you have to note. And then um, I'm going to talk about uh, Clayton going to uh, his Instagram story yesterday and giving his thoughts on Monday night. So start out with that. I don't know when Charities this season is starting filming. Like I said, it's either going to be last night, or probably tonight. And then once it does start, the next day is a day off and then constant filming. Now, we've got the live After the Final Rose on Monday. So I don't know if they're going to give an extra day off so production can go over to the studio and conduct that whole After the Final Rose live show. We'll see. Now, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit more about Monday night and kind of give the sentiment that a lot of you were giving yesterday in your emails that are going to be, people will be able to read today. I think one thing that I, I I, I think I forgot to mention this yesterday in the podcast. And it it was something that I was thinking about when I was texting other people today and we were talking about it, Jacqueline being one of them. I was just like, you know, I, I mentioned that, well, Jesus, the only reason he told Katie was because he knew he was picking her. Because there would be no other reason to tell her if he knew he was picking Gabby, why would he possibly share with Katie that he had sex with Gabby if he knew he was picking Gabby? If he was picking Gabby, he would just either choose to have sex with Katie or not. Gabby would be the person he would have to tell if he ended up having sex with Katie. He would have to go back and tell Gabby at some point, whether it was pre-engagement or post-engagement, Hey, just to let you know, this is what happened. So you don't find out on television or you find out, you know, before it airs or whatever. So it's perfectly clear that he knew he was picking Katie. That's why he felt the need to tell her. And this whole Catholic guilt that he had, he even said it, uh, the, the guilt that he felt over it. He just can't go forward. I think that was the other thing that stuck out to me was Zach specifically said on Monday night's episode something about, Hey, I'm not going to start any relationship and a future with someone under with any lies or any secrets out there. Uh, okay, well, didn't you just give away that you're basically picking Katie because she's the one you'd be lying to if you didn't say anything to her or lying by omission, by not telling her. Because if that is your stance, I'm not starting any relationship under a lie or keeping secrets, and your pick was Gabby and you knew it was going to be Gabby, you're good to go. You don't have any secrets with her. Like you she knows you had sex with her. She was there. She was part of it. <laughs> she there's no secrets. So him saying, Hey, I, I just feel bad I feel so bad and he said, you know, the next morning after with Jesse, he's talking after with after his morning after with Gabby, he's talking to Jesse, he's like, Man, I really I don't wanna be under under any lies. Well, you're not under any lies unless you're about to talk to the girl that you want to pick and you don't tell her what you just did. The other thing about what Zach said that was obviously the biggest mistake was his announcement that he was not going to have sex on the overnight dates. The problem is Zach didn't announce it to all three women. It's not like they all got to Thailand. He sat them down and said, hey, everyone, sex week. I'm going to cut that out. This season, there's going to be no sex. And all three of them knew. He told each one of them individually. So Katie didn't even know until he met her that that was his plan but yet he had already broken it because he had already had sex with Gabby, like just a lot of mistakes. And I don't think he was malicious by it. Again, I just think Zach wasn't thinking correctly and it could just be, you know, lack of sleep, production manipulation, whatever you want to call it. He has to own it for sure because it was ultimately his behavior. But I'm thinking here, you know, I don't think he's a horrible person and the thing that shocked me yesterday, although maybe I shouldn't be shocked, is Gabby had to shut off the comments on her Instagram page because people were attacking her. What? What did what did Gabby do wrong? If anything, I thought Zach would be getting a ton of hate, which is not... It's not unexpected because we know how riled up this franchise gets and how crazy trolls get and they have to tell people how much they hate them, even though that person should not care what some random, nameless, faceless person on the internet thinks of them. But for Zach, for Gabby to sit there and have to basically shut off her comment section because people were calling her names, again, what did Gabby do? She didn't do anything. She was a consenting adult having sex with a partner who said he wanted to have sex with her, even though in the beginning he said he didn't. you re- Are 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 we really getting to the point now where because Gabby made a comment about maybe I can change his mind or something to that effect, you know, paraphrasing what she said, but she did say that in ITM, like, I know he doesn't want to, but uh, who knows, maybe it'll change his mind or whatever. Are we really getting to a point right now where that's what we're going get after for Gabby for? Come on. There was nothing wrong with what she did, because even if she put on the biggest seduction in the world to him, he still has to agree to it. She did nothing wrong. Nothing. But yet, here's Toxic Bachelor doing what they do best. It sucks that she had to deal with that, and she did absolutely nothing wrong in that situation. If anything, she had the right reaction when he went back and told her. Next week's going to be the interesting part to see the more she thinks about it, of Jesus. He just took an intimate moment that we had and immediately ran and told Katie about it. You know what? This guy's not for me. Let's see. Let's see how she handles it. And, uh, you know, let's see what she says to him next week. And let's also see what she says to him live on the After the Final Rose because they can't get away with editing there. You know, maybe they edit stuff out that she said in Thailand to him but they're not going to be able to edit out what she says on the live after the fun arose. So we'll see how badly Gabby is bothered by what he did. And if I'm Zach, all you do in that situation is own it and apologize. Do not try and justify going and running and telling Katie because you felt bad and you had Catholic guilt. Bullshit. You're trying to cover your own ass because you knew you were picking Katie. A lot of your responses in the reader emails you will see today pretty much echoed my thoughts. A lot of you were basically like, I like the way that Katie handled herself. And I guess the question now becomes, and some of you were on one side and some of you were on the other, not anti katie or pro katie It was more along the lines of, at what point, if you're Katie, did you want to know? And a lot of you said, I would have liked to have known, but I would have liked to have known in private. So that's what I'm like, okay, wait a second. Let's say Zach doesn't tell Katie after their little kayaking thing, and they're sitting there in the jungle. What if he waits, and they get to the fantasy suite? I don't think if you're Katie, you want to know right before he's about to take his pants off. I think that would kind of kill the mood, wouldn't it, if you find out then, right? So you don't want to know then, but if you're Katie, it's, a, it's don't ask, don't tell. But if you're Katie, I guess it, it, this is a Katie decision, but it's different for everybody. That's why I kind of asked. So for someone who's not on the show, but you're in Katie's position, would you not accept an engagement without knowing? And leaving it to it's a possibility that he did, but I don't want to know. But if he get if he proposes to me, I'm gonna say yes. And then you find out after the fact that it was confirmed whether it was Gabby ends up telling you or Zach ends up telling you after the show's over, or you just hear it through the grapevine, whatever the case may be. I'm guessing it would come from one of those two people. Is that more infuriating, or you're fine with it because you laid it out like, look, I don't wanna know. And if he proposes to me, I would say yes. Or is it something where you're, no, I would not accept it, an engagement, if he did. it's just a. It, it, it almost feels like The Bachelor's in a lose-lose situation when it comes to this. And certainly no boo-hoo for them. But so much emphasis is put on this overnight date now, and sex is now openly talked about on the overnight dates, when in years past, it just it was just always like, oh, we got the scene of the door closing and the putting of the sign that said privacy, please, or whatever. And then everyone made their own assumptions of who banged who. And it was never talked about and it never affected someone getting engaged three or four days later because we know now, granted, most of those, except for Sean, most of these bachelors didn't end up working out with the women that they ended up choosing. But unless we interviewed each one of them individually, I don't know if the, oh, he had sex with someone else before he got engaged to me was the ultimate reason. Probably had just more to do with the fact that most of these couple break up because they barely know each other. So it's almost like, do we go back to those days where it's just like, look, let's not even talk about it. I know as a woman going on this show, it is a possibility. If I get to the final three, there is a possibility that I can get engaged at the end of this thing, but I could also be getting engaged to a guy that had sex with somebody else other than me days before the engagement. And it's just never even brought up. Which would be better, what we're going through now, these last three or four seasons where the overnight dates has become a fucking mess every single time we get to it, or do we just not talk about it? And it's just like, look, it can't happen because it's show reality versus reality reality because none of this would happen in the real world. Any woman who found out in the real world that their husband slept with somebody, that their fiance slept with somebody else or their boyfriend who was about to be engaged to propose to you had sex with somebody else three or four days before he got engaged to you. If you find out any time after that engagement, you're ending the engagement in three seconds, you know, but we know it's accepted on this show because it's happened. God knows how many times. So we can't compare real life to show life. It's not the same thing. This isn't reality. And these women all know some people like Maddie, Say it up front. Hey, it's overnight weeks. I know what happens. If you have sex, Peter, we're done. He went and did it. She was gone. Susie, I keep forgetting what she said. Wasn't it on there overnight where he told her about the other two? Like she was third and he told her about Gabby and Rachel. And then she said, you know what? It, it That doesn't work for me. Or had she told him before overnight started, if you have sex, with anyone else did she basically do a Matt I don't remember her doing a Maddie I don't remember that Maddie literally pulled Peter aside and said this is how I feel and if you go through with it I'm not going to be okay with that and she wasn't so I don't know uh but that's where we're at with this show it's like they're either going all in on the overnight dates and sex is going to be talked about and this bachelor is going to have to now start revealing who he does and doesn't have it with Or we go back to the old days where people just assume it happened and they don't feel bothered by it because clearly many women in the past accepted proposals with the possibility in the back of their head that this man that just proposed to me that I'm saying yes to could have possibly had sex with one, if not two other women days ago. And it just was like, it was just accepted. It's like, okay, because this is what the show is. Now they're bringing it to the forefront and the guy is like, well, shit. (laughs) Like, I get, just like I said yesterday, I kind of get what Zach was doing, but he was only doing it to cover his own ass. He wasn't thinking about putting himself in Katie's shoes, and he wasn't thinking about putting himself in Gabby's shoes. Katie even told him, put yourself in my shoes and pretend you're listening to what you just told me. Like, how am I supposed to react to this? And then Gabby is just like, He just took an intimate moment and told everybody. Yeah, he screwed up. He's got to own it. I can't wait to hear what Zach has to say on the live after the final rose. It's going to be very, very interesting. Clayton spoke out on his Instagram stories yesterday. And, you know, he basically said Katie wanted it to be private off camera Clayton says, "Look, there's no privacy on this show. You're you're not getting any." And I that I kind of question. Are you telling me what do you mean there's no privacy on the show? You're telling me on the overnight dates a camera is filming you the whole time? I don't I don't think so. In fact, it's not. It's the only time you don't have cameras on you. So there is a portion where you get some privacy. There's no cameras and no mics once you close the doors on your overnight dates unless I've been completely misled for the last, I don't know, 46 seasons. I don't think that's the case. So I don't know why he said that. Um, I just think, you know, he did say Zach was not perfect, nor would anybody expect him to be. He didn't handle it great. But Clayton being in that position is well aware how he handled it. And I think the biggest thing was making that bold statement that I'm just not going to have it. And telling the first two women, or all three, actually, privately, sex is not going to happen. And then breaking your own vow, or whatever you want to call it. If you break it, it's like, okay. Then you just you just set yourself up for failure by announcing that. Just don't even say anything. But obviously, it's too late. It's already happened. There's nothing we can do. Um, I just think... Um, but Clayton did have some good thoughts on it. It's on his Instagram stories if you want to go, uh, if, if you definitely want to go check that out. I wanted to end with a couple things. The first thing that I saw, this is a headline I saw uh, in one of the tabloids yesterday. And it was about Surrey Cruz, Tom and Katie's daughter, starting to apply to colleges in New York. She wants to get into fashion, which seems to be something that Katie is a- approving of. But, This just goes to this whole story about this family, which is just so bizarre because Tom Cruise gets paid so much money and he's so beloved in Hollywood for his actual actions and his movies and the stuff that he does and what he puts his body through for some of his roles. He's applauded for that. But yet he's one of the creepiest... Guys, behind the scenes, he's second in charge of Scientology, which is basically a cult. And this whole marriage to Katie Holmes, the woman never did an interview in the five years that they were married, talking about Tom, where she really went in depth. They were married for five years. They have a daughter. I can't remember the last time. Suri has ever been hanging around Tom Cruise. The reports are now he has no relationship with Suri, and it's all because Katie doesn't want her to get any part of her teeth into Scientology. Which good on them. And it's just it's just like it's not talked about. It's just a really weird thing. The guy is so beloved in Hollywood for his acting prowess and what he can produce on the movie screen. But yet behind the scenes, the dude is a grade A creep. And he's a bad dad. You can say, wow, he's supporting them. And he's you know, the reports are he gives Katie Holmes four hundred thousand dollars a month until Suri is eighteen. Great. So you so you pay yeah, you also make a gazillion dollars. So congratulations that you're actually doing the right thing. But we all know You've all heard the rumors over the years about how Katie Holmes even became his wife. Feelers were put out all over Hollywood. They had to match him up with somebody. She accepted. I mean, don't you think it's... Any of you think it's roughly bizarre at all that this woman, Katie Holmes, has been involved with Tom Cruise since the early 2000s and has never talked about their marriage once? I know you can say, well, they just trying to keep it private. And uh, Look, We all know she's not saying it not because she just wants to keep private. It's because she's being paid to shut up. I guarantee that woman has so much stuff to spill and she's not allowed to. Because she's getting $400,000 a month given to her by her ex-husband. She just never does interviews, period. And when she does... It's just how how is one of the more power one of the more popular Hollywood couples back when they were first married, and they just she never talked about him. I haven't seen a picture of Tom with Suri since she was like four, and apparently they don't have a relationship. Shocker! It's just it the whole thing is wild the the Tom Cruise Katie Holmes relationship. I wish E would do a four episode miniseries on it. Now, granted, you would never get an interview out of Tom, and you would never get an interview out of Katie. But I want to hear from people in the know. I want—I want, you know—I I know this sounds bad, but I—I I almost want one of Katie's friends to, to basically speak on her behalf. Like Katie has to have revealed to some of her friends <clears throat> what that was all about—her marriage to Tom. I want one of her friends to come forward and speak for her, and Katie can just be like, "Hey, I didn't break my NDA. I didn't say anything." And then, you know, but basically tells the friend or something. Um, But God, that relationship is so bizarro and fascinating all at the same time. Uh, and it's also sad in one aspect that he has no relationship with his daughter and it's never brought up when he's on the red carpet. Because every interview that Tom Cruise does, you know, you're looking at questions that are pre-prepared because he's never had to answer anything on a red carpet. Has anyone ever asked him on a red carpet when he shows up for something? Hey, where's Surrey? Where's your daughter? Has anyone ever asked him that? No, because they're not allowed to. So, you know, it's unfortunate. It really is. Uh, Moving on and just ending with this. Taylor Swift concert, like we said, last weekend in Arizona, was the opening of the Eras Tour. This weekend she's in Vegas at Allegiant Stadium. Next weekend, obviously, here in Dallas. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, three straight days. I'm at the Friday show. I'm giddy to hear 44 songs and three hours of Taylor Swift concert. Like I'm going to be losing my mind. You thought I might've been crazy lip syncing a bunch of eighties rap songs this past weekend at my eighties party that I attended. Just wait till next Friday night when I'm on Instagram stories, screaming all too well (laughs) or shake it off or something. Um, yeah, that is going to be an interesting night, to say the least, because I can't wait. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm very excited reading more and more about it. Like I said, I feel like I've even seen the whole concert pretty much at this point with all the clips that are showing up on my for you page on TikTok. But still being there um, is going to be quite uh, the experience and I'll, and, I'll, and I'll be honest. Like I said, I've only been to 1989 twice. I went to Reputation twice. This one probably just once. I don't think I'm going to go to another city. But I'll be honest and rank them after next Friday night. So Monday, April 3rd's Daily Roundup, you will get my honest opinion of the last three Taylor Swift concerts, which I know you're dying for. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe and review in an Apple Podcasts. My column will be up on realitysteve.com in a couple hours from now. The Sports Daily will be up in an hour. My column will incorporate, you know, my thoughts on Monday's episode. It'll have reader emails that I'm answering and it's going to talk about my past weekend in California and Las Vegas and it's also going to talk it's going to have your emails that your thoughts on how Zach handled everything on Monday night. So, Thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. And I will talk to you tomorrow. See you.